What's up, guys? Welcome to the Flame Entertainment and Sports. It's your boy Rob here. Welcome to a sports edition of the podcast. On today's show, I'll be covering multiple topics as I'll be going heavily in depth into week six of the current NFL season. Talk some Dolphins, talk some Niners, Eagles, and Detroit Lions, Kansas City Chiefs, and of course, some Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Speaking of that, make sure to tune into Thursday's entertainment episode to hear more about their uh, fun weekend in New York City. Following the NFL, I'll be going into the Major League Baseball playoffs with some quick thoughts on the current series going on right now. As we have the Texas Rangers leading the Astros in the American League Championship Series and the Philadelphia Phillies leading the Arizona Arizona Diamondbacks in the National League uh, Championship Series. And um, the final topic on today's show will be the NBA as I give some brief thoughts as uh, the season will officially tip off a week from tonight, but my real season will tip off a week from tomorrow night as the Heat begin their new season on October 25th at home here in Miami at the Kaseya Center versus the Detroit Pistons. Other than that, make sure to check out the description of today's show so you can see the timestamps and you know exactly when I'm going to cover each topic. I know a topic I, I didn't say that, or I didn't, I won't cover on today's show is college football, but be on the lookout as there may be a bonus episode in the coming days as I try to schedule a time for me and Paul to record together so you guys can hear his thoughts on college football, uh, on the games that, that just passed and the games that will come uh, this coming weekend. Um, but yeah, with all that said, thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. I hope you enjoy uh, this sports episode and, uh, and yeah, let's get into it. All right, guys. So the first topic on today's episode will be the NFL. So I'm going to start off with my Miami Dolphins as we move to 5-1 on the year with another big time win as we defeated the Carolina Panthers by a final score of 42 to 21. So the Panthers jumped out to an early 14, 14 to zero lead in this ball game. And fortunately, once the Dolphins clicked, they never looked back as they ended the contest on a 42 to seven run, which is just absolutely incredible. Once again, uh, another game in which the Dolphins offense looked like, uh, like it was Madden out there. Just, uh, Another incredible performance by arguably the best offense and uh, in, the, in the league now and one of the most historic offenses um, in NFL history. Uh, speaking of history, Tyreek Hill, he, he now has the most receiving yards through six games in NFL history as he is only 186 yards away from 1,000. He's currently at 814 yards on the year through six games, which is just absolutely wild to think about. Um, he he ended this this uh, Dolphins win with six receptions for 163 yards and a touchdown. And just to point out, um, with that he, uh, with another monster game for Hill. Just to point out, he did exit the contest at some point and came back as if nothing occurred. So man, Tyreek is just incredible. I say it time and time again. I'm just so grateful to have him part of of the Dolphins and just try to enjoy every snap of Tyreek Hill because um, he. He is the best wide receiver in the league today, and he's one of the best wide receivers of all time, like in general. 
So yeah, shout out to the Cheetah. And speaking of greatness on this Dolphins team, next up I want to talk about Raheem Mostert, who has just had an who's had an absolutely incredible season so far in his second year as a Dolphin. Um, after this game, he became the NFL's leader in, in touchdowns, as he currently has 11 touchdowns on, on the year. Uh, he ran 17 times for 115 yards and two touchdowns. And then in the re- receiving department, he had three catches for 17 yards and a touchdown through, uh, yeah, through the receiving game as well. And yeah, just a reminder, I've said it on the podcast before, but Raheem Mostert's 31 years old. I mean, there's guys that as soon as they hit like 26, 27, uh, some some running backs, they, they kind of got to get out of the league or, you know, they're, they're more of a, a backup emergency type of uh, role player, um, if, that may, if you know what I mean. So it's just incredible how most roots play and and – Especially when when our rookie and and a uh, shine goes a goes down, Devon and and now Moster, you know he has even more uh, of of the bulk of the carries. He he's had the bulk of the carries uh, majority of the season, but still, you know the rookie was uh was obviously very impressive as well. But with him being out for the next four for the next minimum of four games, uh, it's looking like he'll be ready for week eleven. Uh, Mostert's going to have a lot more on his plate. But with that said, I am happy to say that Savan Ahmed, who had been out for a while, since I believe week two, um, he did have a touchdown of his own um, in this game as well. As he, I have it here in my notes, he had six carries for 23 yards and their one rushing touchdown. To go back to the receiving department, Jalen Waddle, he adds another touchdown on the year. As he picked one up last last week against the Giants, and now he gets another one, but this time against the Carolina Panthers. Waddle finished the contest with seven receptions for 51 yards and the one touchdown. Tua, he, he went 21 for 31 with 262 yards and three touchdowns. Another incredible performance by the Dolphins quarterback. And um, now to move to the defense defensive side of the ball for Miami. Uh, Christian Wilkins, another monster performance for him as he ended the game with two sacks, two tackles for loss, and three quarterback hits. And speaking of Wilkins, his partner in crime, Zach Sealer, had another tremendous performance as well, as Sealer added a sack of his own along with a tackle for loss and one quarterback hit. Then in the linebacking department, David Long, another monster game for, for him after bouncing back hugely against the Giants. Uh, David Long had a game-high 11 tackles in this one, and he also added a, a quarterback hit on the day. Jerome Baker did go down with an injury uh, throughout the during this game, so that's going to be interesting to monitor to see if he'll be ready for the Dolphins' uh, Week 7 matchup uh, in Philadelphia on Sunday Night Football against the Eagles. Moving on, Cater Kohu and Eli Apple. Uh, they did a great job in the secondary today. I mean, not today, on Sunday. Sorry about that. Uh, Kohu had two pass deflections. Eli Apple had a pass deflection. And shout out to Xavier Howard, who just had another monster game. And he's just showing each game this season that he is completely 100% back to himself as arguably the best cornerback in all of football. Then to go back to the offense really quick, the Dolphins offensive line gave up zero sacks. Just a reminder, Teron Armstead was out once again. Kendall Lamb continues to do a terrific job. And another another guy who missed the game was Connor Williams, the starting center of the Dolphins. But Liam Eikenberg did an incredible job in his place. And, of course, shout-out to the rest of the guys there. 
Isaiah Wynn, Robert Hunt, and Austin Jackson. So, yeah, once again, the Dolphins defeat the Panthers 42-21. to The Finns moved to 5-1, and and the Panthers dropped to 0-6. Speaking of the Panthers, I do want to shout out a couple guys here. So, Adam Thielen, the veteran wideout, he had 11 catches for 115 yards and a touchdown. An incredible performance for the former longtime Minnesota Viking wideout. Um, but I do have to say the Dolphins were able to shut him down in the second half at, at, as in, at halftime. Thielen had 100 yards and a touchdown. So, therefore, in the second half, I believe he only had one catch for 15 yards. Then, sticking in the Panthers' offense, Chuba Hubbard, who started in place of the injured Miles Sanders at running back. He ran 19 times for 88 yards and a touchdown. He did a great job, and I was very impressed by Hubbard's performance. And it's going to be interesting to see whenever Sanders does come back, if it's going to be more of a 50-50 volume in terms of carry for this uh, Carolina Panthers backfield. And then uh, number one overall pick, former Alabama Crimson Tide quarterback Bryce Young, a rookie. He went 23 for 38 with 217 yards and a touchdown. But I wanted to make sure to talk about Bryce Young on here. Like aside from the aside from the stats I just mentioned that he had in this game, I was very impressed by his composure, his calmness, and his uh his high IQ. I think Bryce Young has a very um uh bright future ahead, and I think the Panthers uh did a great job selecting him. I can't wait to see what his career turns out to be. And before I move on to to the next game, I want to cover on here. Um. I do want to shout out Troy Hill, the defensive back of the Panthers, as he had a 61-yard pick six that was thrown by a Dolphins quarter, a backup quarterback, Mike White. Now moving on, so the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers, who came into week six as the only two undefeated teams in the league, they both suffered their first loss of the season. First off, I'm going to talk about the Eagles game. So the Eagles were defeated by the New York Jets with a final score of 20-14. to the Jets improved to three and three on the year, and Philly falls to five and one on the season. Um, so talking, let's talk about the Jets first here. So, the Jets elite defense does it again. Another incredible performance, and in my opinion, they might have uh, they cemented themselves as arguably the best defensive unit in the league, and they've done this time and time again this season. Just an incredible defense. They're so fun to watch. I've always been a a defensive guy, and man, this is one of the best defenses I've ever seen. And what's even more impressive is that it's, in fact, a very young defense. So uh, the sky's the limit for this Jets Jets defensive bunch. Um, to talk about some, in, some individual performances on this defense, uh, Jets linebacker Quincy Williams, who is playing as arguably the best linebacker in the league this season, he had a career, I mean, not career, he had a game-high 12 tackles in the Jets win along with a tackle for loss, a pass deflection, and a fumble recovery. His linebacking mate, C.J. Mosley, the former Alabama Crimson Tide star, he had nine tackles and a pass deflection of his own as well in this game. Some other guys to talk about in this Jets defensive unit, Bryce Huff, he had a huge game with a sack and a half, a tackle for loss, and two quarterback hits. Bryce Hall, the defensive back, the young player, he had an, an interception in the game along with two pass deflections. Former Florida State Seminole Jermaine Johnson had three pass deflections in the game. Quentin Jefferson, the defensive lineman, he had half a sack and a quarterback hit. Former Another former Alabama Crimson Tide star, uh, Quentin Williams, he had a big defensive tackle. He had an interception in the game 
and a pass deflection. Tony Adams had an interception. And to talk about the Jets offense really quickly, Garrett Wilson, the wideout, second year out of Ohio State, he had eight catches for 90 yards. And Brees Hall, another second-year player, the halfback there for, for New York, he had 93 total yards on 17 opportunities, along with one rushing touchdown. And the move to the Eagles, so Jalen Hurts in this one, he finishes 28 for 45 with 280 yards passing, 47 yards on the ground, one passing touchdown and, and three interceptions. A.J. Brown, another monster performance for the Eagles superstar wideout as he has seven catches for 131 yards. And then DeAndre Swift, the Eagles running back, he had 58 total yards on 18 opportunities and added a receiving touchdown in the Eagles' loss. Then one uh, Eagles defensive player I wanted to mention who's had an incredible year so far as Hassan Reddick. He had two sacks, two tackles for loss, and three quarterback hits on Zach Wilson of the Jets. So yeah, very impressive win there for the Jets. Now to talk about the San Francisco 49ers as they suffer their first loss of the year. So the Browns defeated the Niners 19-17. The Browns improved to 3-2. and two. Niners fall to 5-1. and one. Talk about the Browns defense who has been um, along with the Jets, uh, one of the most impressive and consistent units so far this season in the National Football League. So for the Browns, Martin Emerson Jr., he had an interception, six tackles, and two pass deflections. JOK, the superstar linebacker, formerly of uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish, he had a sack, three tackles for loss, one pass deflection, and one quarterback hit for the Browns in, in their big-time win against the 49ers. Sione Takitaki. Rumba, shout out Selena Gomez. <laughs> he added a sack and a quarterback hit for the Browns in this one. Uh, the move to the offense, Amari Cooper, a Miami boy, Browns uh, wide receiver one. He had four catches for 108 yards. Kareem Hunt ran or had se sorry had 70, 71 total yards on 15 opportunities, along with a rushing touchdown. Uh, fellow Browns running back Jerome Ford. Ran 17 times for 84 yards. And just a side note, P.J. Walker was the quarterback in this one for Cleveland in place of the former Texan quarterback. Then moving on to the 49ers. So some aside from losing the game, the Niners may have possibly lost arguably their best player as uh, Christian McCaffrey exited the contest due to injury and um, as of right now, not much is known as to how long he will be out or if he will be able to return and not miss a game. Aside from the injury, McCaffrey finished the game with 52 total yards and 14 opportunities. Then to move into to Niners elite defense, Fred Warner, who is arguably the best linebacker in the league alongside Quincy Williams of the Jets. He had an interception along with seven tackles and a pass deflection in the Niners' loss here. Uh, the Omidor... Lenore, the defensive back of the Niners, he had a pick and a pass deflection. And then the newly acquired defensive end for the Niners, Randy Gregory, form, formerly of the Denver Broncos. He had a big-time Niner debut as he had two sacks and three quarterback hits in this one against P.J. Walker. And Nick Bosa, the superstar defensive end, formerly of St. Thomas Aquinas and Ohio State. He had a sack, a tackle for loss, a pass deflection, and two quarterback hits on P.J. Walker as well. So now moving on to the team that is now tied with the Eagles and the Niners in the NFC, which is the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions are 
move to five and one as they defeat the Tampa Bay Bucks twenty to six. As the Bucks fall to three and two on the year, Jared Goff had a tremendous performance for the Lions in this win, as he ended the game going thirty for forty four with three hundred fifty three passing yards and two touchdowns. Lions superstar wideout Amon Ross St. Brown, former USC Trojan. Ends the game with 12 receptions for 124 yards and a touchdown. And then former Alabama Crimson Tide wideout, second-year pro, in his second game of the season after serving a, a, a long-time suspension, Jameson Williams. He had two catches for 53 yards and a touchdown. And then a little side note here for the Lions offense. So rookie running back Jameer Gibbs was unable to play in this one due to injury. He is expected back for, for the Lions' upcoming match matchup this uh, coming weekend. Uh, with that said, David Montgomery, um, the other Lions halfback formerly of the Bears, he suffered an injury and uh, was forced to exit the contest. So it'll be interesting to see um, whether or not both of these guys will be out. If one will be in, one will be out. But the expectation right now is that Montgomery may miss some time and that Gibbs will most likely return. If not, the number one back on the, on the, on the depth chart will be Craig Reynolds. So, moving on to defense really quick. So, for the Lions here, um, Alex Ancelone, who's one of my favorite linebackers in the league. I believe he's one of the most underrated players in the league, and he has been for many years now. He had nine tackles in the game, along with a, a tackle for loss and two pass deflections, staying in the linebacking department here. But for the other team, for Tampa, uh, Levante David, the superstar linebacker, he had a game-high 12 tackles. He had a sack, two tackles for loss, one pass deflection, and one quarterback hit. Then the return to the Lions defense, Will Harris had an interception, a pass deflection, and Julian Okawara had one sack, one tackle for loss, and one pass deflection, along with one quarterback hit. Now to move on to the the team that's tied with the Miami Dolphins at 5-1 and one at the top of the AFC, which is the uh, Kansas City Chiefs as they played in the first game of week six, as they defeated the Denver Broncos by a final score of 18-9. As I said, the Chiefs improved the 5-1, and one, and, the, and the Sean Payton-led Denver Broncos fought a 1-5 on the year. Um, so, yeah, another big-time win for the Chiefs, and Travis Kelsey had arguably his best game of the season after suffering an ankle injury in their previous matchup. And why did Kelsey have this big-time game. Hey, his good luck charm was back in the house. Taylor Swift was in attendance for this Thursday night game in Kansas City. Um, as, as I said, as the Chiefs defeat the Broncos, and Swift was spotted having a lot of fun and, and enjoying uh, this Chiefs win alongside Patrick Mahomes' wife, Brittany Mahomes. Um, with that said, st please stay tuned for Thursday's ent entertainment episode as I cover Taylor and Travis's NYC weekend, including their quick appearances on Saturday Night Live, and their back-to-back -back date nights in the city. So I hope you guys enjoyed this NFL talk on today's sports episode of the Flame Entertainment and Sports. All right, guys, so the next topic I'm going to be covering on today's show is Major League Baseball playoffs. So as of this recording, it is currently Tuesday, October 17th. 2.51 a.m. Eastern Time. The Texas Rangers currently lead the Houston Astros two games to nothing in the American League Championship Series. 
And then in the National League Championship Series, the Philadelphia Phillies currently have a one-game lead over the Arizona Diamondbacks. So far, um, a couple guys I want to shout out here. So for the Philadelphia Phillies, Nick Castellanos put himself in rare company as he hit as he has hit two home runs in back-to-back games. And Bryce Harper hit a, a home run on his 31st birthday, which was last night, October 16th. So happy birthday to Bryce. I can't believe he's 31 already. I remember when he was a rookie. I remember when he was before he was even called up to the big league. So it's just crazy to think about how fast uh, time flies. And uh, then speaking of, then to speak about the Rangers really quick. So I just want to shout out the three-star rookies there, some impressive youngsters there, uh, Paul Jung, Evan Carter, and Noah Heim. Jung, the third baseman, Carter, the left fielder, and Heim, the catcher, are very impressive. I cannot believe they're rookies every time I watch these guys play. And, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, the two hottest teams in the in this postseason are the ones up right now. And uh, a little side note, the Rangers were able to pick up the, the first two wins of the series on the road in Houston. And Philly is uh, they're the, the higher seed here. So they picked up the game one victory at home at uh, Citizens Bank Park there. One more thing about the MLB. So I do want to mention that I put out an emergency podcast episode yesterday, uh, giving my thoughts on general manager Kim Eng departing from the Miami Marlins. So make sure to check that out whenever you have a chance. So yeah, uh, that was quick, but I just wanted to give a quick little update on uh, this year's MLB playoffs. All right, guys, so the final topic on today's show will be the NBA. So we are very close to the regular season um, beginning as uh, actually a week from tonight, the season will officially be beginning as the Denver Nuggets, the defending NBA champions, will be playing against LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, The other game going on that night will be Kevin Durant and the Phoenix Suns facing off against his former team the Golden State Warriors, and Stephen Curry. Uh, also with former Suns point guard Chris Paul, who will be making his Warriors debut. And then for my Miami Heat, we will be beginning our season on October 25th, which is next Wednesday, at home against the Detroit Pistons. Following our first game of the season at home, we will be traveling to Boston for a Friday night battle against our rivals, the Celtics. and immediately following that game we'll be traveling to Minnesota so the Heat start with a home game and then they travel to Boston and Minnesota for a back-to-back and following that I know they they'll be playing in Milwaukee on uh, October 30th uh, day before uh, Halloween but yeah that was quick some quick thoughts there in the NBA but yeah season fastly approaching as I said it officially will tip off a week from tonight. And yeah, those are my uh, quick thoughts on the NBA. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's sports episode of the Flame Entertainment and Sports. I hope you guys enjoyed my thoughts on the NFL, Major League Baseball playoffs, and the NBA. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at the flame underscore ES. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Rob Gao. That's R-O-B-C-A-O. If you guys think you know anyone, any anyone who 
would be interested in hearing about any of the topics covered on today's episode, please make sure to share this episode with them. If you want to give me your thoughts, you know where to reach me via social media. As I said on those two Instagram handles there, I'll repeat them again at the flame underscore ES and at Rob Gow, R-O-B-C-A-O. And another way of uh, communicating, if you want to communicate with me, um, your thoughts or anything you think I should talk about on, on any upcoming episode, you can also reach out to me via email at tfesrob at gmail.com. And with all that said, till next time, everyone, take care.